Episode 8, the Terrence Henry Experience. Um, everybody in my DMs, I appreciate the love. I appreciate y'all reaching out to me, asking me episode 8. Um, I want to... Uh, <laughs> it's funny. I, <clears throat> everybody want me to talk about the um, a topic. I asked some people, ask, um, you know, some people that I'm real cool with, what should I talk about? Um, people want to talk about the job again. Um, that's been like the most highlighted one. Um, I've gotten a lot of good reviews on, you know, uh, <clears throat> on um, far as though with, you know, like what should you do at a job, things that happen and things, you know, so forth of that. Um, one particular person said they, they feel like their boss don't like them or or uh, a situation where as though they feel like they're being, you know, harassed and things. Uh, won't give no names and. We, we, we could talk about that Because sometimes people are being arrested sometimes, sometimes people say You know When you go to a job No it can't be It must be you You're doing something No sometimes People have a personal vendetta Out against you There's one particular t- person told me that That their boss is always on their ass You know um, And I'm gonna, I, w- I wanna talk about that Let's talk about bosses Okay and let's talk about strategies And let's talk about how you the person out there that is working at a job where a, a, a boss is just always on your ass about everything. Um, <clears throat> we could talk about that. But I'll tell you about my experience. And then at the end, I'll tell you what you can do. <clears throat> a, a very long time ago, <laughs> that's what I'm going to say. A very long time ago, I was a young man and I was working for this parking lot company. I'll never forget it. I was uh, fresh out of fresh out of school. It was at a, a hospital and it was for a parking lot company um, that we worked. Well, I worked for, um, excuse me, my apologies. I worked at a hospital that had a parking lot company. Right. So I worked for the um, worked for the parking lot that had the contract with the hospital. OK, here we go. <clears throat> Your phone connected. Please connect phone. I know my phone not connected. Be quiet. So what happened was um, I was young. So he was like, wow, man. He was like, you know, you have a very impressive resume. And it was like, well, there was really nothing on my resume. But um, the guy was must have been in his like mid 40s. Um, we're going to call his name Mark. All right. Um, and Mark was like, look, man, I'll do you a favor. He said, you're young. You seem energetic. I like you. He said, I'm going to make you an assistant manager. Now, to me, you know, I thought it was like I thought it was a joke. I thought you know something was wrong here. I'm like, okay, was this a serious? I mean, what? What? We y'all paying like three dollars an hour? So he's like, nah, I like you. He said, come in, wear a pair of slacks, a, a nice shirt, um, get you a badge, and I, I want you to train with some of the workers. <clears throat> excuse me, and get you acclimated with the job. So I go back home, um, explain to my grandmother what happened. She start. She looked out the window. And tell me something. Is it snowing outside? Is something wrong? You a manager? She started laughing. But I thought it was funny too because I was like, I don't know what to catch here. So at that time, you know, um, $14 an hour, you know, to be a 20 year old was good money back then. I'm just going to be honest. 20 years old. Like 20. I was like, like 20, 20 years old. Like, like, yeah, like I was like, yeah, I was, I didn't, I wasn't going to school yet. But yeah, I had to take had to take this job. So yeah, I was in my twenties, somewhere around there. Anyway, I had like I said, I had a whole bunch of jobs in my twenties. But anyway, so I got this particular job, and uh, I, I was a, I was a, I was really assistant manager. I came in, he showed me how to do payroll. 
Um, I was in charge of 40 people. I was shocked. I couldn't believe it. It was very challenging. So something happened. Um, did I go through a little adversity through the job? Of course. You know, you go through, you know, got to get your respect from the workers. So I was going through all that because nobody never taught me that. So he didn't really teach me. He just wanted somebody to tell him what was going on. But I'm not like that. I've gotten respect from the workers and I understood my job and everything started running smoothly. This is what happened. I started gaining a lot of relationships inside the office. You know, a lot of people started to like me and, you know, uh, people in the hospital, the workers, high fives, you know, things like that. When it was hot outside, I would bring in waters, things like that. Uh, And a lot of females um, liked me too. And it wasn't even on some... It wasn't even on some, uh, they wanted to do anything with me because I was, in, I was, I was young, you know, and I was doing my thing and they, you know, they appreciated that. But see, he didn't like that. <laughs> um, one day we're outside and we're waiting for cars to come. And he says to me, he says, uh, the, a young lady walked over and she's like, Terrence, no, my car is right there in the corner. Um, I have to hurry up and get in work. Can you park the car for me or whatever? I was like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. Just put, yeah, just uh, give me your keys and I'll do it. She said, thank you so much. He said, what time are you going to lunch? I said, well, I'm going to lunch around two o'clock. She said, okay, all right, well, what I'll do is I'll buy you lunch. I mean, cause you always look out for me, right? Now, what she meant is that the fact that she just parks her car there to go upstairs real quick. Now, I don't, I didn't mind because, you know, I was working. It, it wasn't that busy, you know? So he was like, how do you know her? And I was like, well, she... She comes here every morning. She parks her car here. I said it was no problem. And I'll take it there. Well, you can't do that. Company policy, I understand. I tell him some she shouldn't be talking to you anyway. He started laughing and walked off. <clears throat> Ironically, I find that kind of weird. Um, so this guy, you know, was like real like like a like a perv like type of guy. Every time I see him, he would like, you know. Look at women and, you know, she got a fat ass, things like that. You know, you no know, guys, you no know, shit that guys do. But he, he was doing it like every day. And it was just like, well, my man, like, you know, hey, you act like you've never seen a woman. Like, <laughs> so I would question it. So uh, it was this lady named Miss, uh, I'm going to call her name Miss Haley. Miss Haley worked over in the garage around the corner from the hospital, right? So I had to relieve her every day at 12 o'clock so she can go to the cafeteria and get her lunch. So I never forget it. Um, I will, I will relieve her, and she tells me everybody's business. Everybody got that one person in the all. I mean, one person at your job, or an old lady, would tell you everything. We all talked about that before. So what was funny is that it was a Dropbox inside of her, uh, inside of the garage where she sat at, and where at the end of the night, everybody puts in the money at the end of their shift. So what happened, I come in, I had about $340 that I dropped in the, in the box, right? Now, me being a young man, I put the money in there. I, I, I made sure it went through, looked inside and make sure all the money look, dropped right in the box. Boop, left out, tell him, tell him, Ms. Haley, I look, I'll talk to you later. See you tomorrow. So, I, you know, I'm a... Man, I saved my money and I bought me a car. Next day, I come in. One thing y'all don't do: if you buy a new car, park that shit around the corner because bosses don't like to see when you got new cars. Because I never forget it. So the next day, um, I always caught the sub in the work, but today I drove my car. 
right? Brand new car because I've been working there for some time. He's like, oh, man, you got a new car. I was like, yeah, all the overtime and everything. You know, I saved some money, got a new car. Like, oh, it's nice. Tell you what happened. The next day, he comes to me and he says, listen, you got to cut overtime. I'm like, what? Now, remind you, I was paying a little car note at the time. It wasn't nothing big, but it was just showing responsibility and building up your credit. So I'm like, yo, I get, what you mean you cutting overtime? So I was getting my regular 40 hours a week. I was like, oh, my goodness. So I said, okay. So I'm going to tell you what happened from here. I'm on the bench outside. And uh, I get a phone call from Miss Haley. Miss Haley says to me, she says, uh, this was crazy. She says, uh, Terrence, baby, I need you to come around here now. <clears throat> she said, I have something to tell you. So when people tell me that, I get a little scared. So I'm like, why can't you tell me? That? I don't want to say it on the phone. You know, she was a lot older. So the fact that she was a lot older, you know, older people got low tolerance for shit. So I go, I go to Miss Haley and I asked her, I said, well, what's wrong? She was like, baby, he got it out for you. I said, who? Who you think? Mark got it out for you. Do you hear what I'm saying to you? I said, what do you mean? She said, that when you dropped that money to Dropbox, I, I saw you when you put it in there, baby. Did you turn the thing all the way around? I said, yeah. Well, he told me he believes you stole the money, the $340 that was in there. I said, I ain't steal no money. Like, I don't, like what I got to steal money for when I'm working here? Like, let alone why I got to steal that money if I'm getting money from work every week. <clears throat> I don't know, baby, but he's going to come to you and ask you. He already told me he had it out for you. But I said, Miss Haley, why would he tell you that? Because he tells me everything, baby. He tells me everything. Now, I don't say nobody business, but I really like you. I really, really do. I said, okay, now I'm panicking. I said, well, what did I do? Right? So what happened? He comes to me. He was like, yeah, that money that you put in there, that $340 is missing. I was like, well, I didn't. I mean, well, if I dropped the money and you saw me drop it in a safe, why would I steal it? I would, if I was going to steal something, I would just take the money. He was like, well, the money wasn't in there. So I'm just going to have to take out all your check, $130, like two, like 200. I mean, I said, what? I said, for what? But now listen, he wanted me to be upset. So I had to play his game. I said, damn, now I could either do two things here. I can, I could chalk this and just like, look, watch him for now on, or I could just like, uh, um, I, I, or I could just make a complaint. So I was like, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm gonna chalk it. I said, cool. I said, I'm gonna do that. But now, now, now I'm on a swivel. Now I'm watching him, right? I'm watching this guy because now I feel like you're doing little weird things now. Now all this become is because of a couple things here. Number one, Miss Haley told me. She was like, baby, he jealous. He don't like the fact that you uh, communicate with people in the hospital. The fact that you know people. This is what she was telling me. Like, she was telling me everything. I was like, wow, man. I thought that was the plan. I thought this is what it was supposed to be. I said, my own boss. Like, why, why, would, why, why, would, he, why would he do that? So what he does now is he brings in his, his, his dad, his sister, his dad, his sister, and his niece. Oh, my goodness. 
So the niece had the late shift. No, his sister had the late shift. So at the end of the night, um, when Miss Miss Haley was done her shift, the niece would come in, and I would just make sure that they changed the uh, registers and things like that. So his sister was working there for about a good month. Come to find out, Miss Haley was telling me that she was taking money. So I was like, I, she said, I don't know what you're going to do, but my register is always short. She was, she was like, because um, one day, Miss Haley was covering, uh, uh, his uh, his sister, they had switched shifts. Because, you know, Miss Haley had to do something. So she, the, you know, the lady didn't mind. The, what, what happened was, when they switched shifts, Miss Haley's, Miss Haley's register was always coming up uh sh- you know, um, no, it was coming up short. Somebody registered in there was coming up short. Miss Haley's register was always coming up short, you know, for some odd reason. I don't know why. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just sitting there. I was just like, well, why is your register always coming up short? She's like, I don't know. My register never come up short. So it, I can get into how, like, how it work and the process work or how they figure out the money. But I knew Miss Haley would never steal. I just, I, I just knew it. She just, she just, she just wasn't doing that come to find out her sister was his sister was stealing money not only out the register she was stealing money out the fucking safe i was like yo i was like i was like no i was like i was like i was like uh i was like mark i was like uh what you want to do about this man i was like there's money always being short Mm, don't worry about it it's none of your business none of your concern i was like well no all due respect it is kind of our concern because this is not our money who do you think you're talking to? You think you're better than me? You think you're better? You're not better than me. You will never be better than me. I run this show. All right? Okay? All right? I'm the manager. You're the assistant manager. You keep it up, you'll be a worker here, man. You don't talk to me in any kind of way. All right? I said I'm going to handle it. All right? You think you run around here, get a nice little car, and talk to people? You think you're running something? You ain't running nothing, man. All right? You, you ain't nothing but a, a little punk that I got off the street. Stay in your place, young man. Wow. So I'm saying to myself, I'm like, yo, what the fuck is going on? Gets even crazy after that. So I'm just like, yo, man. I'm sitting up there trying to like, yo, I, I, I don't know what to do. I said, I come to work on time. So now I'm on the swivel. So I got, I come to work. If I got to be to work by 8, I'm there by 7.30. And I make sure I clock in at 8 o'clock. Just so that it will be nothing that's being said. I just made sure I did that. I'm just like, wow, man. I was just like, yo, I was like, this is getting crazy. So one of the workers one day come to me and say, T, I was like, what's up? He was like, yo, I need to talk to you. I'm like, what's up, man? He was like, Melvin. Johnny. Uh, If I said his name, so what? I mean, there's only one time that I said it, and y'all don't even know him, but Mark <laughs> said, uh, Mark said, uh, he want me to, he want me to watch you. I said, watch me. I said, for what? I don't know, man. He just told me to watch you, man. I, I don't want to watch you. I was like, I, I, I just feel like there's no reason for me to watch you. Like, you know, I, I, I yeah, I'm sorry, man. He wanted me to watch you. I was like, damn. So I got all this going on, right? 
So two weeks later go by, we seem like everything seems to be running smooth. So he hired a couple new people. This one particular person he uh, hired was a young lady. You know, um, she was cute. She was cross-sided though. Not that that mattered, but I'm gonna tell you what was what was the reason for her. So he brings her in. So after about three weeks, her working there, she did great work. She come in, she worked, she did her job. <laughs> um, she did her job, and um, she would look at me, but she wouldn't. <laughs> she would look at me kind of I thought she was like Terrence I'm talking to you And I'm like Oh you're talking to me Oh I'm sorry I'm sorry So any, I just want to tell you something No discredit any cross-eyed people But I'm going to let y'all If you know somebody that's cross-eyed You have a hard time looking at them Just look them in the one eye It makes everything better But anyway He comes to me And uh, you know, she, was, she was explaining some things to me About the job So after three weeks He come to me And he was like What do you think of her I was like Yeah she's cool He was like I'm going to make her a supervisor I was like, what? He's like, I'm, I'm going to make her a supervisor. I, I, I was like, I was like, you going to make her a supervisor? After three weeks? He said, didn't I make you a manager the first, the first day I hired you? I said, you're right. Touche. You're right. So what happens? So you comes a supervisor. I'm going to tell you all something, people, about power. You got to be responsible with power. If you're a boss out there and you're listening to this, you got to be careful about the power that you have and where you're putting your position at. You know, now you're looking at Mark, he's creating all these havoc problems around him, him being the boss. And the fact that I'm there and he's a little jealous of me because of uh, of a situation, of, of because of what's going on and the fact that, you know, I'm able to um, connect with people. <clears throat> Excuse me. So let me get back to the story. So what happens, this is just the crazy thing that happens. So she becomes the the, the, uh, the supervisor. So I'm thinking, well, in my mind, well, if she's the supervisor and I'm the system manager, she got to report to me. And I, I can just delegate a little bit, but it'll give me a leeway to do other things as necessary instead of like the register. I get her to do the register and thing. I'm like, all right, cool. Uh-uh. She was sent in. To, to watch me Because he felt like Nobody else would do it Because they connected with me But he felt like If he had somebody That really didn't know me That wanted to move up He'll use her <clears throat> I was like wow Because one day I went And uh, I went somewhere I came back like an hour Lunchtime an hour She was like yeah I didn't see Tim He's like yeah uh, So so you know Mark called me And was like yeah Terrence I uh, heard you was uh he wasn't around. I said, well, I went to lunch like I always do. He's like, oh, well, I'm going to call her Stephanie, the supervisor. Well, Stephanie said you it was some needed situations there. You wasn't there. And I was just like, well, I asked her it was in, if there's anything that we needed before I left. She told me no. He's like, well, from now on, you communicate her before you leave. Right. I get it. Got to communicate with her. But I did ask her, you know, but I didn't want to argue because I know he's reaching now. He's reaching for a situation. I was like, yo, what the fuck is going on here? So I'm, I'm, all this is going on. And he's a boss. I'm the assistant manager and she's the supervisor. So I'm going to tell you what happened one day. This was crazy, man. And mind you, this is a boss. This is what I'm dealing with. My experience dealing with somebody that didn't like me. It wasn't busy. It was about maybe five o'clock. It was real light. It was a real light day. At, at the hospital Wasn't many cars coming in 
So I'm sitting on it, like where I'm at, where I'm sitting. But not sitting, standing. You know, I'm standing on on the, on the pavement, waiting for cars, whatever. I'm just talking to some of the workers. He pulls up. Mark and what I say her name was Stephanie or something, or whatever her name was. She's supervisor, whatever. He was like, "Listen, we're about to go take a ride. If y'all need, if you need anything, Terrence, call me and let me know." I was like, "Yeah, sure, not problem." Mark, yeah, every, yeah, everything good. He said, "All right, good. All right, uh, I talk to y'all guys later. All right, er, er, drives off." So it was this guy that I knew uh, named uh, Pee Wee. That's what we called him. I can call him that because no, you know, whatever. They called him Pee Wee. Now Pee Wee had. He had, a, he had a lazy eye. You know what I'm saying? This mama had a lazy eye with a jerry curl. Like, I don't know. Like, these were some weird, interesting people I was dealing with. But he was cool, though. You know, he had, like, five kids that wasn't his. But he was thorough. But anyway, he was raising them and shit like that. And the girl used to just, like, you know, just tell him what to do all the time or whatever like that. He was telling me his whole life story. But that, that's that's not here and there. But I'm just giving you a description of this person to get an idea in your, in, in, in your head what this guy looked like. A lazy eye, a jerry curl, a skinny looking dude, right? So what happened was, this was crazy. My phone started ringing. So I picked up the phone. It was not, it was, it was Mark, right? It was Mark. All I'm hearing is, I'm like, what the fuck is this? And I'm here like, uh, so I gave Pee Wee the phone. I'm like, uh, Pee Wee, what's it sound like? It sound like somebody getting their dick sucked. So I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm we now now mind you, I'm I'm like, wait a minute. Cause I couldn't I'm like All I hear in the background is, Yeah Go 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 This is how he talking I'm hearing I was like Yo So They come back like An hour and a half later In the car She gets out I'm like What, what the fuck was going on Come to find out I believe, you know, come to find out, uh, she was sucking his dick. And only how I found out is because she was sitting there one day just like puzzled. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Nothing. So he calls me and he was like, yo, I'm thinking I'm going to move her up again. I'm like, move her up to what? Well, we can have two assistant managers. I was thinking y'all can two can work together and then we're bringing another supervisor. I'm like, what the fuck? I got... And he was like, yo, he said, he said, I, I was like, yeah, not a problem. I was like, I was in my mind, I was like, what the fuck? And, it, and I was like, this, this is not, this is crazy. He was like, yeah, um, but I'm gonna put you, I'm gonna cut your hours though. And hey, have her make more hours. I said, for what? He said, you got a problem? I was like, man, I ain't got no problems. A week go by. This motherfucker got like all these knots of ones in his hands. Like he seemed like he in a good mood. I said, oh, this motherfucker must be in a good mood today. I'm talking to somebody over at the side. He comes slaying over. He said, yo, shouldn't you be getting these cars? I was like, all right, I'm, I'm going to get the cars. He said, yo, man, I, yo, you seem like you always got. Now, he's being very hostile at this point. Like he, he's like past passive aggressive. He's like, you know what, man? I'm getting tired of you, man. You fired. I'm like, what did I do, man? I said, you fired. You got all these cards here. I was like, yo, but we working. I'm, the lady's asking me a question, direction, how to get to the other side of the hospital. He said, I don't care what she said. I was like, wow, right in front of the customer. 
So I had to. So he fired me for a brief minute. I had to go downtown where the, the station was at. I had to talk to the man, which is the white man. You know, then you know he he says, "Oh, Terrence, come in, come in the office." All like, no worries with him. What's wrong? I was like, "Well, he fired me today. I don't know what's going on. Oh, don't worry about it. Go back to work." I was like, "What?" Just a regional director now. So I get back to work. He talks to me. He's like, yeah, man, I just been under a lot of stress, man. You know, my wife uh, kicked me out the house. Not that I gave a crap about, you know, your wife kicking you out. That's something personal that you got to deal with. This has nothing to do with me. You I mean, if you got some issues, you need to just step off and deal with them or talk to somebody. But you ain't got to take that shit out on me, let alone at work. It, you know, so I'm listening. This is what I'm saying to myself. So we became cool for about a week. All I know is what happened. He can't all these. I remember, yeah, this is where he got all these knots of ones. Now, I'm, now this is going to all come together to y'all. He had all these knots of ones. Like, like the $100. You need anything? I'm like, no, that's a lot of money in my head. Like, where you getting all that from? I remember <clears throat> this day. So he was like, Terrence, I'm going to have there's three different sites that I'm going to train you on that I want you to look after while I'm not here. Um, I would tell the other girl to do it, but she don't have a car. I said, okay, um, you go to these places, you check the registers, because we had like two other hospitals on the contract, and I want you to check on them and uh, make sure the registers is cool and everything like that. I said, cool. So I went to lunch, I waved to him, boom, I'm out. I come back from lunch. I'm inside of the garage with uh, the lady, the old lady. These two guys pull up in the Crown Vic in the garage. They was tinted. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Two white men get out. Now I'm thinking, like, what the fuck? Like, you know, they get out. They got the the jackets from the parking lot company on. Uh, they tap on the door and ask me to come outside. And I was like, yeah, uh, Terrence, uh, I just want to let you know that um, we fired we fired uh, Mark today. Um, he was stealing money um, And he wasn't reporting the money downtown So He's fired And here's his phone Wow They fired him So I'm in charge now Of everything I got I got Mark's phone It, it was a Nextel at the time So it, it, it was a company phone so I would have, I would just do, I, I would use the shit out of that phone when I get home. I wouldn't even use mine because because back then you had like if you had Sprint to Sprint you ain't had, you you ain't had no minutes back then. See see back in the day it was a thing called Sprint to Sprint. So that way if you had Sprint to Sprint it was unlimited. And some of my friends ain't had that, so I had to wait till after nine. <laughs> so what I used to do it. I used to use the next telephone and just blow that joint up. So one day I'm outside on the step. I had two phones. I'm acting like I'm important and shit. So now I'm in control of the whole whole thing. Come to find out, phone ring. This girl picks up the phone. Is Melvin there? I'm like, no. Wrong number. Okay. Hung up. She said, Is Mark there? I was like, Mark no longer works here. My ex who's calling. She's like, 
It's his girlfriend. Can you tell him to call me? Because I have to be at school at 8 o'clock. I, I go, you got to be at school at 8 o'clock. Excuse me. Yes, school. High school. What? Mm. Mm. What? Come to find out, Mark was fucking around with a 16-year-old. The boss. I was like, wow. I was like, uh, uh, I was like, okay. I said, okay. So I I kept it to myself, but I was like, man, this dude is crazy. So when I get to work, they let me know there was a lot of different policies that was going in place and everything. And, you know, life went on. But I'm going to tell you all something about this, about life. And about what you go through with your bosses and things like that. Document everything to cover your ass. Smile all the time. And don't put yourself in a situation to where as though, you know, you're going to be arguing with them. Because sometimes you go into a place and because of your presence and who you are as an individual, they don't like that. Because they got a lot of other things going on with themselves. So... He thought Because remember When people bring you in They're bringing you in Because they think You're good at the job But they don't know That you may exceed Far expectations And you may feel like Well what did I do wrong To deserve this Nothing Some people Are just not going to like you In certain places Especially jobs You know Especially with You know Some black people I mean I'm just going to Keep it real for now I'm going to keep it real Honest with y'all Like we have a tendency To hate on each other When somebody comes Into a job And and do very well And some upper Upper management you know that are black may not may feel intimidated because you know it's not far away from somebody taking their job you know it, you ain't gonna take no white person job you just you ain't doing that but a black person job they feel inferior to that but I, I don't i don't i don't like i don't think that's that's something you do i think that we all help each other out because you're a reflection of me if you do well i do well but some people just don't see that or understand that dialogue you know a couple things when you come into work I learned hear less. I'm sorry. Hear more, say less. Hear more, say less. When you talk, when you uh, with a uh, somebody that's a little bit in front of you, like a boss or something, you know, just don't say so much. You can speak, you know, all d- and, and respect them as far as because they're your boss. But you know, don't put yourself in a situation to where as though they're trying to um, have you say something that's uh, you know uh, disrespectful. Keep your composure. They want to see you sweat at the end of the day. You know? Cover your ass. Cover your ass. If you have to notate, document things, keep a notebook in your back pocket, like a little notepad, write down the day and the time things were said. If you have an issue with them, bring them in the office. You know, don't let don't tell nobody your issue. And I said that before in one of my last episodes. Don't tell nobody your issue. You go to you go to them yourself and explain to them what's going on and do it professionally. You know, don't let nobody know your business. Um, also, just co- just cover your ass, you know, and uh, you'll be fine. You will be fine. Trust me, you will be fine. Come in, do your job. You know, they don't like you, so what? Do your job. Do your you do the best you can. And like I tell everybody, man, a job should be temporary, unless you love what you do. If you had a job where it just pays the bills, you under contract. 
I'm going to pay you enough what I think you're worth until you get what you want. Then this, whatever. That's what a job is to me. But if you have like a career or something that you love doing, I'm not talking to you. I'm talking about people that don't like their jobs and you're dealing with a boss or a situation. You just you say less. You hear more. You document shit and don't tell no fucking body your business. Even if that person don't like you, you don't tell another person that this person doesn't like you because all you're doing you're spreading wildflower just keep it to yourself because sometimes people will do things just to see if you'll go back and say something to somebody else don't say nothing keep it to yourself and just stay quiet because let me tell you something in this life a lot of people play chess no a lot of people play excuse me a lot of people play checkers you want to be playing chess this is terrence Episode 8 is a wrap. And just always remember to love yourself. I'm out.